Hey, you found us and we're so glad you did. We have a lot of fun over here at A Juicy Pear Podcast and we love interviewing people from all walks of life. And I especially like finding out what makes a person tick. So good. And so there's so many things we want to share with you guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is a Juicy Pear Podcast with Sean and Wendy, and we are very excited on our guest today. He, his name is Brent Basham, and he is a fellow podcaster and creator of Podit.net. Podit is a web platform which matches potential guests with uh, potential podcast hosts. I hope I did that right. <laughs> Welcome, Brent. Thank you. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you here. Sean's not here, so um, I know she's excited, though. Anyway, so why don't you tell me a little bit about how you got into podcasting? So I had no idea about the medium is back in like 2014, right? But what I did have was some children and I had a little bit of a tech background. I went back to school for computer science. So learning okay. to basically be a programmer, but nice. it was a little later in life. And I met um, who came, became a good friend of mine and we ended up working together. Well, we were coming to work and again, 2014, you're starting to see a lot of technology start to really take over. I mean, it had been gradual, but uh, it was just starting to kind of take over our lives. And we were in the field and we said, you know, we're having all these conversations at work about how this was impacting us, how it was impacting us as parents um, and that kind of thing. And so we're like, wow, this is really tough. And what happened, I think Andrew brought it to my attention, my co-host. And he said, you know, what I realized is we're the very first digital immigrants or the very last digital immigrants raising the very first group of digital natives. And that's never going to happen again. Like we're the, we're Mm -hmm. a, a pivotal point in, in time really. Right, yes. And, and so I was like, wow, that's really fascinating. And you know, my generation, his generation are kind of, we're learning as we go, but my kids are growing up. Devices are normal for them, you know, right. always being connected. They don't know anything else. So anyway, as you do, we thought, well, this is pretty cool. Like bunch of different things we could dig into here. Uh, and Andrew had known about a podcast and he said, we should start a podcast. And I said, that's fantastic. What is a podcast? And so um, a little while later, you know, we, I grabbed a blue, blue Yeti mic, which I hear is terrible now, but um, we grabbed a, a microphone. He did all the editing and we started having conversations and we started off completely terrible. Um, I was awful. I hated my voice. I hated everything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really bad. And I think the worst part about it, I wasn't able to be authentic because I was so like rigid and stiff and nervous about it. Yeah. But as it went, we started, um, you know, being a little freer. Luckily, we had maybe eight downloads per episode. So the pressure <laughs> went away real quick. And uh, and so what we did was we started having, it was like organic. And we said, hey, um, this is our show. Nobody's listening to it. We should just do an episode about Star Wars because Star Wars was coming back out. Mm-hmm. And so we did. Well, an interesting thing that happened, though, I flipped on the microphone for my kids and I said, hey, guys, y'all tell us some stuff about microphone or about not about microphones, about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so they did. And what happened was we started, we, we put clips in the episode and long story short, we started having intro clips with me and the kids or Andrew and his daughter that framed the episode. And then at the very end, we would do outtakes and man, what a fantastic experience, you know, two years of podcasting, such a time capsule for me. Um, we ended up doing really cool. Yeah, it was so much fun. Sorry, I know that was long-winded, but it was a passion. It was a real passion. Oh, yeah, Um, and that comes through for sure. Your listeners absolutely can tell, you know, if you're enjoying what you're doing. And um, I I love that. Um, I love the Star Wars idea, too. 
So it was your podcast is called Long Tail Success. Was it? No, actually, that was a later bad attempt. It was called Digital Dads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Digital digital Dads. dads. I like that Mm -hmm. though. So you started that in 2014. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is your podcast now? Are you still going with Digital Dads or do you have? No, it's still there. And I'd love to get back on that horse. But as we kind of touched on, my kids are getting a little older and it's a different phase of life. So I don't know if I'll do a parenting one again. I keep trying to figure out where my passion is. I love humor. I love joking. We'll see if that surfaces in the way of a podcast. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, humor can go a long ways, especially nowadays, right? With everything that's going on. Um, I was so excited to hear about the mask uh, mandate uh, restrictions being lifted from the CDC. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like this gray cloud has lifted a little bit. You know, it's been, I don't know, about a year and a half. Um, that's why Sean and I started our podcast really is um, we started last year about October. And, you know, we were thinking about it during the summer and we're just kind of sitting around and thinking, you know, with all the stuff that's going on right now, um, mental illness and all these things, we needed to have something fun that we wanted to do something that, you know, we'd get some laughs with and help out other people as well. And we came up with the Juicy Pear podcast and we're enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun. We have a lot of interesting people on and a wide range of people. It's really fun. You know, we interview all kinds like people that um, might have overcome obstacles or, you know, music, musical types, authors, creators, entrepreneurs. Uh, free thinkers. We've had a psychic. Basically, if you're an interesting person or have had a, you know a fun experience, we would love to have you on. So it's been fun, but there's a lot of behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's uh, I, that's why I kind of wanted your uh, take on it. How fun that you so you created this web platform called Podit.net, which I will spell it. It's P-O-D-D-I-T net for podcasters. Yeah, so that was basically born out of we, we had stopped the podcast. Well, we paused and then we never got back on the horse. And then let me tell you, if you're if you have that uh habit of doing episodes regularly, once you stop, it gets really hard to get back on. Just oh, yeah. a heads up to anybody. It really does. Yeah, excuse me. Were you doing your episodes like once a week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing weekly and then we would do, so we, we dabbled in all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and like, for example, we would bring in, um, we did like round table episodes and we brought in various dads that were listeners, um, without even checking to see if they'd be good on mic or anything. But so sometimes we did two episodes a week, but mostly we did one and we were very consistent about it for a long time. And we built up quite a, quite a good listener base. We actually got featured in when you went to Apple podcasts back then you could see, um, or iTunes, it was, you could see like a pair parenting section. And we were one of the first like 12 people in that category. So oh, that gave us a bit of a bump, you know? Yeah. And, and anyway, so yeah, that was, um, that was a real passion for a long time, but it went away. And, but one of the things that stuck with me was just how powerful it was for our audience and not so much because of myself and Andrew, we didn't position ourselves as experts as dads. Cause we're not, we're just learning as we go, but what we were able to do by way of the platform. And it sounds like you've had a similar experience. You get to bring in guests, you get to talk to people who have expertise because you have a platform. And so it was through our eyes, through our perspective that we were questioning and learning from these guests and the listener was getting the benefit and they sort of felt connected to the guests through us because they got to know us. And we, we had a guy email us from the delivery room of the hospital, tell us how much better equipped he felt and confident he felt to be a dad where he was scared out of his mind before because of the podcast. And 
that was just the impact that yeah. the guest had, that we had, that the whole, yes. what we created, you know, and sometimes as podcasters, you can feel like what you're doing, you don't really get the feedback all the time. But when you get that one letter like that, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. this actually matters to somebody. It's it impacting does. somebody. It's a and powerful so, platform. It really Yeah, is. it's intimate, right? It's yeah. different than like a video on YouTube. Um, right. So so we we quit the show and then I had always sort of fell in love with the fact that if you got guests on your show, you could create some really powerful stuff for people. And so we looked around and we're like, I always had a hard time finding the right guests and connecting with them back when we did it. I would go on Amazon. I would just, it was just a nightmare. It was just a total nightmare. And so we set out to create a solution to that. And that became a pot at first. And now a new project we're doing uh, just to try to help people easier connect and and really um, not have one less headache of being a podcaster really is what it came down to. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I've gotten several guests on podit.net, a wide range of guests. I think it's um, phenomenal. I think what you're doing is important and exciting and it's only going to get bigger and better as um, more people get into the podcasting realm. Um, What do you think? Uh, Yeah. You know, I think what you touched on before you started because of the pandemic, I think we saw a bit of an explosion and I have a a unique vantage point with the platform, but a lot of people jumped in and I think that's okay. The pandemic was awful, terrible. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But the side effect of the pandemic was we explored different things about ourselves. We got into hobbies and things. And one of those was podcasting. So there was some sort of, uh, you know, rainbow, so to speak at the end. And it was nice to see these people creating these projects, whereas before maybe they were doing different things. And so, yeah, your podcast wouldn't exist according, you know what I mean? And so think of that. I agree with you. And the ripple effect of your podcast. So, yeah, um, opportunities uh, would not have presented themselves had um, this sort of thing that we find ourselves in the pandemic if it didn't happen. I mean, it's horrible, it's absolutely horrible. But I do need to acknowledge there are there has been some bright spots that have happened because of it. And um, you know, I was talking to Sean. I'm excited about all the art, the music, the books, the pot, all the cool stuff that are going to start streaming in here in the next several months that people have poured their heart and soul, all the fun stuff that's going to be coming out because of this, because people have really had to dig down deep. And I think once you're in that position, um, there's some really interesting things that can happen, you know, creatively, artistically. And when you put your soul into something, it's always, you know, you're going to, you're going to help people. I feel like our podcast has helped several people. Uh, Sean, people have contacted her. We had one about mental illness and several people contacted her and said, you know, it really, I really identified with your episode. Um, keep doing that. It's, it's really helpful to me. So that makes me happy, you know, cause I want to, you know, you want to be entertaining and things like that, but I also want to help people as well and yeah. resonate with people. So on pod it, tell me a little bit, I saw like a few forms that you had to fill out. Now I have to like spend some time the, this new thing I saw on Facebook that mm-hmm. um, was offered. I haven't had a chance. I need to have like a full day to sit down, just concentrate and do that certain thing. Cause I, that's on my radar to do, but I've got like a laundry, so many laundry. Believe lists me, so yeah, many I know how it is. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about that. If you, if you're able to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with pot it, you know, we created a platform and it's like a closed ecosystem. Like, you know, you sign up and inside the platform, you can connect with podcasts with guests, which you've, done and, and we've booked right. we, you know i'm pretty proud of it we've helped book over four thousand interviews or so to date which awesome. may have not occurred awesome. otherwise um 
so that's really cool. But, you know, we started not when we started, we had no idea what we were doing. And so over the journey, what we've realized is there's a couple of things that are kind of important. One of them was I think it's really important that it be frictionless, right? And so right now it works for everybody on the platform and and it's growing and there's lots of opportunity there. But if you were to go off the platform, you can't really, and somebody were to come to the platform and see you there, they have to go through a sign up. They have to go through an onboarding. There's some friction in the way, right? Okay. So if, for example, you're trying to find an interview somewhere else, somebody else, you're not going to be able to leverage the profile or leverage any of the things because it's just too much friction introduced into the middle of that process. So that's what one sheet effectively is, is like, it's the profile part of it. And we're starting with that and we're going to marry it up with a directory. And what's really cool, what I'm really connect, what I'm really excited about is you'll have this directory where people can come, they can connect with you without ever signing up for anything. But okay. if you're out there using that page to share, it's actually going to inform our, we've Outside. always had this, yeah, we've always had this goal of like surfacing quality inside the network, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is like, let's say, for example, you're promoting a book and you use your one sheet to go promote the book. Well, every time unique people are looking at that page outside on Facebook groups or Clubhouse or whatever, that's going to tell us on the network that people pay attention to you. People care about you. And we're going to show you up in like trending and popular on the directory. Oh, right? that's awesome. So yeah. we're going to link them up. So that's kind of the idea uh, in a nutshell. But, you know, again, it's we got pitched a lot as podcasters and I'm sure mm-hmm. you probably get your fair share, right? Yep. <laughs> and we yeah. got really, really ugly word documents or PDFs. And it was just, it was uh, a lot of time and effort yeah. to try to figure out would they be a good fit for my show? Right. And so if they sent me a one sheet where I can easily listen to their past episodes or see right. video or all right there, again, Makes it easy streamline, kind of take the yeah. pain out of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, tech stuff. I mean, I'm techie to a point, but then there's some things that I'm just not like, you know, oh, getting a new microphone. I just got a new one. Oh, it's easy. It's easy to put it together or, you know, get it all set up and um, get it organized on Audacity. No, it wasn't easy. It was like I had to call. I even took it to um, Best Buy Geek Squad, which, by Mm. the way, I love them. They are amazing. They've done phenomenal things with my laptop, but they could not figure it out. They're like, really? Yeah. Um, it just would not, we couldn't get it to work. So I had to call Samsung and I was on the phone with him for about 45 minutes and we finally got it to work. Wow. I don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, that's, it says easy. That's not the easy button. That is no, not the easy it's button. Not. No. It's like, oh my gosh, but we got it, finally got it to work and um, I really like it. But there is a lot of behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I record an episode, I usually spend... I don't know, between an hour or two of editing time throughout the week. And last week, oh my goodness. So I had this really long interview and it was a wonderful interview. And so what I do is like throughout the week, when I get some time, I'll go through the, you know, editing out all the ums and all that. So I I was doing that, but I didn't, and it was saved as MP3 originally, but I didn't save, I just had it on my laptop, the changes that I was currently making. And I didn't save it, um, those changes. So, and my uh, laptop did a update and completely erased oh. like an hour's worth of work. So I had to start yeah, over. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, those kind of that's things, you know, what are you going to do? But, but you know, Wendy, I think that's something people don't realize is just how much time and effort goes yeah. into it as a podcaster. Right. And right. that's the entire reason we made the tools is to try to take some of that, a little bit of that pain out, you know, right. because I, I hated quitting my show. Part of the reason I quit my show, I was tasked with finding the guests, connecting all that kind of stuff. And we were doing all the inner, it just took a lot of time. And yeah. I started yeah. realizing for me personally, here I am talking about being the greatest dad or learning to be. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is taking time away from my family. And so right. we had this sort of shift. But yeah, I mean, it's really powerful what you do, but man, it can be a time sink. That is for yeah. sure. 
it is a balance, you know, you have to really like what you do and, um, you know, you're impacting people, but yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. I, I feel sort of guilty because on mother's day I spent, um, you know, two hours editing my book mm. and another two hours re-editing that episode that was lost. So it was four hours. It was a nice sunny day. I really wanted to go and just kind yeah. of enjoy the day, but I was sitting here doing that, which I don't mind it. I love to edit, but I, I just, it wouldn't have been that way had that episode didn't, um, you know, I, I lost it and I, I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to come out Monday. We have our episodes come out every Monday in order for me to do that. I have to, I have to get this done. So that kind of sucked a little bit, but, and I have to decide if I'm going to, um, for the summer, what is, what is your suggestion on this? We were thinking about maybe going, you know, instead of once a week, maybe once every other week, just for the summer. And, you know, go back to normal in the fall for season two. I, I keep going back and forth on it, but yeah, that's probably something. I yeah. Have. I mean, you could probably do that. I don't, I don't think, I think if you let your listeners know um, about yeah. it and just do it, you know, another thing that's worked for me, although it was sort of uh, up and down, but is if you can batch episodes too, Yeah, where, you know, yeah. if you batch record and just kind of work yep. hard on, on that one thing and then batch edit, and then you have, we would try to get, you know, it, 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 you get lazy though, but we would get like six or eight in the can. And then That's we would just, good. and then, you know, the tools, like um, most of your hosts will allow you to schedule the posting and all that right. stuff. So, but right. you're right. I mean, show notes, there's just so much to it. Yeah. It's a job, but into your point, if you can find a way to balance and to sort of streamline it, I think that it works um, right. because it is a hobby. Most right. of us, it didn't pay the bills. So it's like, right. You know, I know you got to make some, hard decisions. Um, but it impacts people. And that's the hardest part, right? Is what you're doing matters to some people. And so, yeah, you, know, you don't want to let them down and yeah. you don't want to lose viewership, you know, yeah. but at the same time, you want to be able have to have a life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What is your like opinion on, cause our, uh, you know, interview is primarily audio, but mm-hmm. I know some uh, podcasters like to do, you know, video and uh, what is your take on that? Is it, I'm sure there's pluses and minuses to both, but what do you think is like better? I guess it depends on the person, but what, what's your um, take on that? I mean, it, I guess it depends on your goal. I, I personally like the audio listening as a, as a listener, listening to the audio version. I'll do it when I'm on a walk or I'll do it when I'm multitasking. I like the intimacy of the audio format. It feels a little bit more like I'm hanging out with you in a room, kind of. Right, having some um, coffee and just listening to yeah. conversation. Yeah. You feel more connected. I feel like I know you better than like necessarily seeing a video. However, I will say, I have seen um, a friend, uh, Eric Hunley, who was doing an audio version of a podcast and he wasn't getting, um, you know, much in the way of listeners. Right. And then he went on YouTube and he created thumbnails and he found a niche and it's like human behavior and its consequences. So he talks to like FBI, all kinds of different people, body language, uh, XKGB, et cetera, just all kinds of different things. Cool. And so, but he's blown up in like a year. He's got like almost 20,000 YouTube subscribers oh, and it's wow. long form. And everybody would tell you not to do that on YouTube yeah. talking heads and he does and it works. So I guess it matters more about like what your audience wants to consume and right. how they want to hear from you. Yeah. And, it's like you know, your niche. Deliver he found that. his niche. That's awesome. Yeah. And just deliver that for them. But um, personally, I'm, I'm a little bit favor the, uh, the audio only, but. Yeah. Yeah. I have to just, so Sean and I sometimes do like, uh, well, we usually do like a one to two minute teaser on YouTube and that's what we have a YouTube channel, but that's what we post on YouTube is our two minute thing. And, but yeah, we primarily do our podcasting audio until, you know, I can figure out how to do both, but I don't know. I'm, I like the audio, you know, 
there's something to it. It's kind of like, it's not like it's old fashioned, but it's just, there's something to be said for, you know, like an audible book, you're, you're listening to a book or a story and, you know, a fun conversation. And there's something really cool about that. Yeah. Well, you know, and to the earlier point, it is another thing you have to go and do. And inevitably you're probably going to do some editing on the video. Like you got to do thumbnails and all that kind of stuff. So goodness. Yeah. You know, (laughs) unless there's like your audience is begging you for it. I I don't know. You know, I've seen it be successful. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen it be successful, but he was really all dialed in. And, and to be fair, he doesn't have children. So, Oh, that makes a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking about earlier, I've got four teenagers and you've got um, two kids at home. Um, How do you balance that? You know, it's it's like, uh, what's cool about it though, is they're so techie. Like if I have an issue, they're like right on it. Like, especially my daughter with Instagram, Oh mom, you got to do this and this and this and this. And she's like, I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> um, you know, they've really helped me out. And then, Oh, I like your opinion on TikTok. She's like, mom, if you want to sell more books and get your podcast out there, you got to get on TikTok. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's just another social media thing. That's more, t- I mean, what do you think? Yeah more effort. Uh, you know, in terms of balance, I think one of the things that I've done is try to be conscious about it. Try to put the phone down. Um, luckily with digital dads, we deep dived into a lot of those topics and conversations with experts and things like that. So, um, I'm still not perfect at it, but you know, we did episodes where I flat out asked my kids, Hey, do you think I spent too much time on my phone? And we recorded it and set the episode up that way. I didn't always love the answer, but what it did was it, allowed us to sort of show we're all human. We're all trying to figure this stuff out together. And then we brought in some people to talk about it. Um, One of the things that I personally do, I think has worked really well is I like, for example, I love playing video games, but I don't play any video games unless it's sort of doubling up with the kids. Oh, that's great though. I'm not on, you know, call of duty myself or my buddies, Mm -hmm. which admittedly you miss that. But at the same time, this is the time period in my life for me personally, when I'm with a dad, and yeah. during that period of time, my free time, so to speak, we try to engage with the kids and double up, right? So right. I'll be more likely to play like Smash Brothers on Switch than I will be to play something on you know <laughs> Xbox. Um, and so, and also any projects I'm doing, I'm trying, with the exception of the of the platforms, like the podcast, and or if I do a new one, I'll probably try to do something with related with the kids. Uh, my son does video editing now. My daughters think That's they're awesome. immensely funny and talented. So we will, uh, you know, we'll probably try to double up that way. And that way I can still do the thing and scratch the yeah. itch of the creator thing, but also right. still spend time with the kids. Because there's only so much time in the day, Wendy. And so. Right. Right. I know. And it goes so quick. Like my yeah. older. Yeah, my older set of uh, twins are 16. And actually, they just turned 17. Excuse me. Like uh, a few days ago, they're 17. And the youngest set are 14. And I tell you, it's absolute, it's fun chaos, but it is kind of chaos. But what's cool is they're kind of at a point where they're more independent, but um, I do try to do things with them individually as well. They all know I do podcasting and sometimes, you know, they roll their eyes like, oh, (laughs) are you, you know, going to do your podcasting thing? Uh, (laughs) But um, (laughs) I go, yeah, it's just for an hour today. And then, you know, I'll go and do some stuff with you. So yeah, Yeah. it's a balance, but it's fun. It's fun. You got to do what works. Yeah. And you know, you, you got this, you got this, whatever you do create, however long it goes and who knows where the journey goes, but you've got this. One of the cool things for me is I have a real cool time capsule now yeah. of the podcast with the kids and stuff. That's um, yeah, it's really cool. And I'm so glad I did it, you know, and you'll know what direction to go. You just got to take right. it a day at a time, I guess. But 
Yeah, I guess so. But um, yeah, why don't you um, give yourself a little bit of a plug? Like if you have any like websites you'd like people to see or like hot it, um, tell a little our audience a little bit more about um, how to find you if they would um, like to get in touch with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm all over the socials. You can find me, I guess, Twitter is at Brent Bash. Um, you can go to our Facebook group is really cool because we can help you connect with uh, podcast interviews or really just creators and help you do that. That's a pot it P O D D I T. Just search for that. Okay. Um, probably the easiest thing. And, uh, and you can find all the websites like that from there, you know, okay. I don't want to sit here and be a pitch machine. Yeah. If you want to connect and we can help you in some kind of way, we're always happy to do it. Well, awesome. I really loved having you on our show. I think you're a wealth of information and it's been fun talking with you. Yeah. Thank you, Wendy. And please, please, please let me know if I can ever help you in any way. Oh, I will. I'll probably be calling you like, Hey, what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, have a good rest of the day. You too. Take care. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. We had so much fun, didn't we, Sean? Yes. I totally hope, everybody, that you enjoyed our episode. So please subscribe to our website, ajuicypearpodcast.com. Yes. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of the Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypearpodcast.com.